Thank you for joining the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division for today's Missouri River Basin Water Management and Emergency Operations Conference Call. Today's call is intended to provide congressional representatives, tribal, state, and local government officials, and the media an update on the Corps' actions in the basin with regard to water management operations and support to local communities, states, and the tribes. I am Matt Raby, and I will be modest moderating today's call. This call is being recorded and will be placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System at www.dvidshub.net slash unit slash USACE dash NWD. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. Before we get into the agenda and logistics of this call, I want to give Brigadier General Pete Hunlinger an opportunity to make some opening remarks. Sir? All right, this is Brigadier General Hunlinger. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. This is our second call to update you on the course operations and actions with regard to our ongoing flood situation along the lower Missouri River. The situation continues to be very dynamic. We've been able to reduce flows coming out of Gavin's Point Dam due to reducing unregulated flows from the Niobrara River Basin. We are also holding back water at other core dams, namely the Kansas, to relieve some of the pressure in the lower Missouri River near Kansas City. We are also hearing more levee and diking systems are overtopping or failing. My team will go into details in a minute. I'd also like to remind people to be safe around the rivers and streams. They are running high and fast. I know I speak for the entire Corps of Engineers team when I say I am empathetic to the challenges and loss the people of the region are facing right now. I want everyone across the region to know we are committed to supporting the states of South Dakota, Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, and Missouri as they work to fight this flood. We have teams working across the region to provide technical assistance and supplies, flood fighting equipment and supplies. We also have the ability to call in additional resources if necessary and appropriate. Again, I thank you for being on today's call. Thank you, sir. All lines have been placed on mute during this call. When we get to the question and answer period, to unmute your line to ask a question, please press star six. Please also be aware that forced mute function does not work on all phones, so if I ask, please use your phone's own mute function to avoid interrupting the call. Please also do not place your call on hold. We will have a question and answer session at the end of this call. Calls for questions will not be part of the recording if none are asked. Today's agenda includes an update of the Corps' actions and plans for managing water releases from the six main stem dams, an update from the National Weather Service, an update of actions being taken by the Corps' Omaha District, and an update of actions being taken by the Corps' Kansas City District. At this time, I'd like to introduce John Remus with the Corps' Missouri River Water Management Division. John, if you press star six to begin. Uh, can you hear me, Matt? Yes, I can. 
Hello, my name is John Remus. I'm the Chief of the Missouri River Basin Water Management Division. Our office is responsible for regulating the Missouri River Main Stem Reservoir System. Before I get into our actual operations, I'd like to provide a brief uh, summary of the reservoir system for those who may not be familiar with it. Uh, the system contains a total of 16.3 million acre feet of flood control storage. However, over 99% of the flood control storage is located in the reservoirs above Gavin's Point Dam. Gavin's Point Dam and Reservoir is designed and operated as a re-regulation project and as such has very, a very small amount of flood control storage. Therefore, we do not have the ability to capture extremely large runoff events that empty directly into the Gavin's Point pool. It's also important to understand that all of the inflow to Gavin's Point Reservoir from Wednesday morning is from uncontrolled tributaries, primarily the Niagara River. As I stated earlier, Gavin's Point Reservoir has a very small amount of flood control storage. Now moving on to our operations. Last evening at 6 p.m., we reduced releases out of Gavin's Point Dam from 90,000 cubic feet per second to 83,000 cubic feet per second. Inflows into the Gavin's Point Reservoir have continued to decline, so this morning at 8 a.m., we reduced releases to 73,000 cubic feet per second. At 6 p.m. this evening, we will reduce Gavin's Point releases again to 63,000 cubic feet per second. We will reevaluate re the conditions in the morning, and if the current trends continue, we will make additional releases tomorrow. Our release reduction schedule has been shared with the National Weather Services Missouri Basin River Forecast Center for input into their forecast. After my, after my talk, Kevin Lau from the Missouri Basin River Forecast Center will discuss Missouri River forecasts. From last night at 6 p.m. until noon today, the Gavis Point pool dropped from a maximum elevation of 12, 12.3 to approximately 12.11. A pool elevation of 12.11 is still one foot above the normal maximum pool, which is 12.10. So we are still in a surcharge condition at Gavis Point Dam. We expect the pool to drop up below elevation 12.10 later tonight or early tomorrow morning. By surcharging the pool, we were able to create an additional 2.3 feet of storage allowing the core to attenuate the peak flows entering Gavin's Point and lessen the downstream impacts. The hourly peak flow into Gavin's Point Reservoir was 182,000 cubic feet per second. The peak discharge from Gavin's Point Dam was 100,000 cubic feet per second. Discharges from Fort Randall Dam, the main stem dam immediately upstream of Gavin's Point, was reduced to zero on Wednesday morning. As the releases from Gavin's Point are reduced and the inflows from the Niagara River and other tributaries rapidly decline, releases from Fort Randall Dam will need to be increased to stabilize the inflows and slow the decline of the Gavis Point pool. To that end, this morning we reinitiated releases from Fort Randall Dam. Fort Randall discharge is 8,000 CFS and is scheduled to remain at 8,000 through tomorrow. This takes a day or Water takes a day or two to move from Fort Randall to the Gavin's Point Reservoir. These increases from Fort Randall Dam will not affect our Gavin's Point re release reduction schedule. System-wide impacts of the zero discharges from Fort Randall Dam is minimal, as the runoff in the upper basin has been slowed by colder temperatures. 
As of today, we have 15.8 million acre feet of the 13 point, or the 16.3 million acre feet of flood control storage. The mountain snowpack and the remaining plain, plain snowpack that will drain into the system is nearly average, so we are in good shape to capture and manage that runoff while still having considerable ability to respond to downstream flood, flood events. The weekly update that my office usually publishes every Tuesday will be published daily until main stem system operations return to a more normal condition. This one-page document summarizes system conditions and our short-term short -term operational plans. You can find this update on the Missouri River Basin Water Management webpage. That concludes my remarks. Thank you very much. I will turn the floor over to Kevin Lau from the Missouri Basin River Forecast Center. Kevin? Kevin, please press star six to begin. Sorry about that. Um, thank you, John. And again, uh, my name is Kevin Lau. I work for the National Weather Service, Missouri Basin River Forecast Center in Kansas City. As you know, uh, probably know, we have uh, minor flooding either occurring or forecast immediately below Gavin's Point through the uh, uh, Omaha uh, reach. We have major level flooding either occurring or forecast for the Nebraska City through uh, St. Joseph uh, reach and then moderate uh, flooding down to Kansas City with a possibility of minor flooding uh, in Kansas City. The crest at Sioux City is expected to be tomorrow. The crest will then move down through Kansas City by uh, Thursday of next week. As uh, Mr. Remus uh, said, we are in uh, constant communication with uh, the uh, Missouri Basin Water Management with regard to Gavin's Point releases and incorporate the release schedule as we receive them. We are also in contact with both the Kansas City District and Omaha District with regard to the ongoing levee overtopping and breaches and are attempting to take into account the loss of flow from those um, into those uh, levee units. We have two uh, primary uh, tributaries that have yet to crest. That is um, the Big Sioux. The Big Sioux uh, Basin or Big Sioux River is expected to crest tomorrow, uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 50,000. The um, uh, Platte River Basin or Platte River at uh, Louisville is near crest now. We estimate the flow to be somewhere between 170 and 200,000 um, today, right now, as it, as it, as it nears crest. Uh, the unknown uh, flow coming out of the Platte as well as the ongoing complexity of loss of flow uh, due to levee overtopping and uh, breaching uh, makes the, the stage forecast along the uh, reach uh, downstream, uh, downstream of Gavin's to Kansas City very difficult. But we are uh, working with the Corps and uh, comparing notes on that. As far as the uh, weather over the next five days, uh, precipitate, we do expect some minor 
precipitation in the quarter-inch to half-inch amounts in uh, Kansas and Missouri on Wednesday and Thursday. It, that uh, amount of rain is not expected uh, to exacerbate the flooding. We will see renewed snowmelt in the Big Sioux and James Basins toward the end of next week. Snowmelt probably beginning on or around the 22nd with crests coming out of um, both the Big Sioux and the James uh, toward the end of the month. That will result in renewed minor level flooding along the lower reach of the Missouri River. And that concludes my National Weather Service flood brief. Thank you, Kevin. I'd like to invite the Omaha District to make their presentation. Hey, good afternoon. And as Kevin just mentioned, uh, uh, here in, in the Omaha Air Responsibility, we continue to see uh, waters rise uh, on the on the Missouri, particularly below the confluence of the Platte River. And we remain very engaged with state, local, state and local emergency management agencies, um, as well as tribal governments. Our focus remains on ensuring the safety of our citizens and communicating the conditions on the river system to all of our partners and stakeholders. Our levees across the district continue to be compromised, especially south of Omaha. Currently, we have breaches at river miles 597, 543, and 538. Uh, additionally, one full breach is on the Missouri River at mile marker 553 and also at Union Dyke near Valley, Nebraska. Significant lengths of the levees, significant stretches of levees uh, south of Omaha on the Missouri are experiencing overtopping, which will likely result in additional breaches uh, over the next 24 hours. I spent uh, much of yesterday with Governor Ricketts flying over the Elkhorn, the Loop, and the Platte Rivers, and then this morning I flew the stretch of the Missouri from Omaha down to Rulo, Nebraska, and uh, the, I witnessed just enormous volumes of water, uh, both in the Elkhorn and Platte yesterday, and then uh, the uh, levee system essentially from Omaha south to Rulo uh, is uh, compromised or is in the process of being compromised uh, with the uh, peaks not expected for another day or two in some of those stretches. Omaha District continues to perform surveillance operations on these levees, and we have increased our number of deployed teams with more than 40 district personnel out on levees working with sponsors and local emergency management. We are also providing additional uh, technical services back here at the district. And we will continue to communicate with all of our stakeholders to ensure they are praised to the current conditions. While the overflow of the levees along the Missouri River South Omaha is currently forecasted, and in many cases, we're already seeing that. Uh, the length and duration of these overflows at this time is unknown. I encourage residents to continue to monitor the situation and keep in close contact with local and state emergency management organizations to, to ensure that they are aware of any potential evacuation plans. Uh, we already know, for instance, uh, Hamburg is actively doing uh, evacuations now as well.
we continue to coordinate uh, with our community uh, stakeholders to include Nebraska, Iowa, and South Dakota emergency management agencies, as well as local management, emergency management agencies. Uh, so the forecast for the next several days um, is, is bleak in terms of the impacts that will happen on the Missouri, at least the stretch from Omaha uh, to Rua, but we will continue to monitor very closely. And uh, so uh, appreciate your uh, your participation in Dave's call. So that was uh, Colonel John Hudson, Omaha District Commander. And I'll be followed by uh, Kansas City District, I believe. Kansas City District, would you please start? That starts to Yes, we have you. Good afternoon. I'm Rick Wetzelbaum. I'm the emergency manager with the Kansas City District Corps of Engineers. I'll be briefing on behalf of the district emergency manager, Jeff Keneagan. The Kansas City District declared a flood emergency mid-afternoon on Wednesday the 13th. Our emergency operation center remains activated to level two with hours of operation from 0600 to 1900, seven days a week. We're currently providing technical and direct assistance to levy owner operators and other public entities within the affected areas of Northwest Missouri, Northeast Kansas, and Southeast Nebraska. Our current focus is on the upstream of the Kansas City, uh, upstream of Kansas City, Missouri, in and along the Missouri River. Our level of effort is primarily focused in Holton, Buchanan counties in Missouri, Donaldson County in Kansas, and Richardson County in Nebraska. We can confirm that we have two non-federal levy systems currently active in the PL8499 program that have overtopped in Holt County, Missouri, the Union Township Levy and the Holt County Number 10 Levy Systems. These systems provide protection to the village of Big Lake and approximately 17,000 acres of land. The population at risk behind these systems exceeds 250. The Omaha District has visually confirmed that two non-program levy systems have also been breached. Corning Levy, south of Mill Creek, vicinity of Corning, Missouri, and Hope County Levy District 15, located landward of Union Township. We have projected that another nine non-federal program levy systems are at significant risk for overtopping. However, they are currently performing as designed. All federal levy systems are performing as designed. We currently have four mobile liaison teams in the field providing technical assistance to these levy owners and operators in Donovan and Buchanan counties. Over the past couple days, we've issued almost 400,000 sandbags. We've deployed one mechanical sandbag machine, three automatic sandbag machines to Donovan, Buchanan, and Holt counties. The district currently has an inventory of about 4 million sandbags and various other floodplight materials positioned to provide world-class response to the residents within our district's area of responsibility. Kansas City District personnel remain engaged with the Coast Guard with respect to a no-work zone, safety zone, on the Missouri River from River Mile 300 upstream to River Mile 450, and a no-use closure safety zone from River Mile 360 upstream to River Mile 550. The intended purpose is to protect levees, property, flood fighting efforts, and the recreational user. Current river conditions are considered unsafe and reach identified. Kansas River, 
River reservoir flows remain at minimum levels, and the Osage River Basin reservoir flows were reduced this morning. We have provided liaisons to both the Kansas Department of Emergency Management and to the Missouri State Emergency Management Agency. Again, our current hours of operation for our district uh, EOC is from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. We can be reached after duty hours by calling 816-426-6320. Please leave a message and a telephone number, and we will return your call as quick as possible. The safety of the general public is our top priority. Please pay attention to warnings provided by the National Weather Service and your local emergency management officials. Thank you. This concludes the district's remarks. Thank you, and thank you all for those updates. Colonel Hudson, are you able to provide your EOC 24-7 phone number? Uh, yeah, hi, this is Matt Crafty. I'm with the Omaha District. I'm the Emergency Management Branch Chief. Um, our 24-hour emergency number is 402-995-2448. Thank you. We have a lot of callers on the line, so I'm going to manage questions based on groups and location. We will start with the Congressional Delegation, Move to Tribe, then states and local governments, and finally the media. I will go state by state in alphabetical order. Please wait for your group and state to be called, and remember to hit star six to unmute your phone. Please be sure to state your name and your organization you represent before asking your question. Are there any questions from congressional representatives in the state of Iowa? State of Kansas. Missouri. Montana.
cubic feet per second. Thank you. That was my first question. My second question, when uh, earlier you were speaking of breaches uh, and you gave mile markers, could you translate those mile markers into a location, please? Yes. Okay. So the first one I mentioned was mile marker. This is uh, Colonel John Hudson from Omaha District. First one I mentioned is mile marker uh, 597, which is uh, just um, upstream of Nebraska. Uh, See, it's just downstream from Plattsmouth. Meyer marker 543 is in, um, to the west of Hamburg on the Iowa side. It's straight west. In fact, if you take the road out of Hamburg heading west towards the levee, you, you'll run into the breach. The next one is on the Missouri side, which would be about mile marker uh, 5. Um, 48, which is on, it's on the Missouri side at, at a bend in the river. And then we have another breach down just to the west of uh, Washington, north of Brownville. In fact, I think there's now two breaches that are forming there um, on the Iowa side. Thank you so much, sir. And my... Uh Third question isn't so much as a question, as while we were on this call, I was contacted personally by Congressman Bacon, and he was uh, contacted by the commander of Office Air Force Base. They have an immediate need and uh, request for support. Uh, how can I pass that on immediately to who? So, so this is Matt Patchy, uh emergency manager um, for the Omaha district. So that that um, is going to have to be through a Department of Army request. We are um, by law we cannot go onto a military base and provide assistance. But the colonel, will, but the colonel will reach out um, and up yeah. with this request. Yeah, I will engage the the office commander. I know I'm on the call. Yep. Okay, and that was Colonel Hudson? Yep. Okay, and you, you said you will call him. Do you need those numbers? Um, sure, if you want to give it to me. Sure. Uh, actually, I, let me get, don't, don't, don't need this. I got the number. Don't worry about it. Okay, and the request is for sandbags. Okay, thank you. Are there any other uh, congressional, um, Questions? I think we stopped it. That was Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota. Everyone make sure their phone is muted. I got it. Uh, and Wyoming. Okay. Any tribal questions from Iowa? Kansas? Missouri? Any tribal questions from Montana, Nebraska, North or South Dakota? Any tribal questions from Wyoming? Moving on to state and local, any state or local questions from Iowa? How about Kansas? 
no state questions from Kansas. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions from Missouri? Any state or local questions from Montana? Hey, this is Dave. Hello? Go ahead. Uh, this is Dave Clayman from the Iowa DOT. I forgot to hit the star six. I do yeah. have a question or two. Yeah, go ahead. Um, earlier, the NWS reported that there was a levee breach across from Offutt Air Force Base, and if I'm looking at my information from the core hydraulic runs, River Mile 597 would put us upstream of the Platte River, and I thought I heard that the breach was downstream of the Platte River. So I guess I just want a confirmation on um, where this breach occurred for sure. Yeah, I believe that there is, at the very least, the levees had off it were all over chopped, and I believe there. Oh, this is Colonel Hudson, Omaha District Commander. And I'm not sure if we confirmed that there was a breach or just overtopping, but if you if you fly along there across the entire length of that levee, it's being overtopped. Okay, so it may be that the levee is overtopping, but not necessarily breached at this time. Yeah, well, and I think we see that in numerous locations from, from uh, Omaha all the way down, at least to the Nebraska line, where there's extensive overtopping happening. There's a number, at least a dozen or two dozen locations, which look like there was a high probability for the overtopping to lead to a breach that hadn't yet happened. And as I mentioned, at least, what do we have, five or six at this breaches that have been confirmed at this point along the stretch. Essentially, the levees, Nearly the entire set series of levees from just right above the confluence of the Platte all the way down to Rulo um, either have been compromised or have a high probability of being compromised in very short order. So I'm, I'm assuming that the emergency managers of Mills and Fremont County, Iowa, are aware of this, correct? Yes, yes, sir. Okay. We're, we continue to coordinate with local uh, and, and state DM offices. Over. All right. Thank you. Okay. Any other questions from state or local in Nebraska? Any state or local from North or South Dakota? Any state or local from Wyoming? Okay, moving on to media. Any media questions from Iowa? Any media questions from Kansas? Any media questions from Missouri? Any media questions from Montana? Any media questions from Nebraska? Any, any media questions from North or South Hi. Whoops. Oops. Hello. Uh, this is Julie Anderson from the Omaha World Herald. Hi. Um, can, you remind, can you run back by me the flow into Gavin's point? I think I missed that number. 
We didn't uh, state the flows again. We're, uh, we're, we stated the outflows, and right now we're at uh, 73,000 cubic feet per second coming out of the dam. Okay. And uh, we are going to 63,000 at 6 o'clock. This is John Remus. Gotcha. Thank University. you, John. Okay. The inflows are less than that right now. Okay. Um, and you mentioned, can you guys put in any sort of context for us, humble readers, uh, what, uh, you know, how this flooding is comparing to past years? I know um, that we've seen on the Missouri River. This, this is Ted Streck, the um, Deputy District Engineer here in Omaha. It, each, each flood event, um, certainly as, as we get past this flood event, we'll look back and draw comparisons, uh, but where we're at right now, obviously we continue to assess and manage the flood on the basis of the, the individual requirements yep. um, that, that are generated. Uh, the obvious difference between this and past floods, uh, whether it be 93, 97, 2011, um, a large portion of the flows that we're dealing, currently dealing with are unregulated flows, and that has led to obviously a significant challenge south of Omaha and, and up to northwestern Iowa for those trips that are unregulated. Um, and again, once we get through this event, we'll all have the opportunity to, to look back and, and draw comparisons and see what was the same or different. Over. Thank you. And one more question, if I might. Um, you gentlemen mentioned that um, the snowpack above in the upper basin is not is considered average at this point, or a little less than average. We were just as far as what's yet to come. That portion of the basin, this is John Ramos again. Uh, that portion of the basin that drains into the main stem reservoir system, primarily there's a big three up in uh, South Dakota, North Dakota, and Montana. Yeah. It's approximately average uh, when you take it all into account. Now there is still as uh, as Kevin Lau said, there's still considerable snow in the eastern part of North Dakota and South Dakota that is going to be uh, melting in the coming days or weeks and coming down to James and the Big Sioux River. So and that's uncontrolled. There will still be some high flows coming out of that uh, those particular basins, which are below Gavis Point Dam. Okay, gotcha. Thank you very much. Okay, any media calls from North or South Dakota? Questions? Excuse me. And any media questions from Wyoming? Uh, if I might, I've got a question from South Dakota. Zach Nelson with KCCR Radio in Pierre. And I was wondering if you could, I know most of this relates to areas far south of uh, the Owyhee Dam and Lake Owyhee, but what sort of, excuse me, um, impact could that area be seeing because of the snowpack and such? Thank you. As John is what uh, what area uh, you're talking about Oahe? Uh Yes, Oahe and, and downstream from there. Uh, right now, because we we see fairly average snowpack uh, in the upper basin, we're looking at uh, uh, pretty much average conditions, average operations in uh, on Lake Oahe and uh, and downstream through Gavin's Point as, as that upper basin runoff uh, is realized. Okay, thank you. Are there any national press online that would like to ask a question?
And are there any final questions before we adjourn? We appreciate everyone's participation today. We will hold another update uh, tomorrow afternoon at the same time, 3 p.m. Central. Uh, we will send out uh, all the uh, dial-in information, but I will share it now uh, for those of you who are ready. Uh, the dial-in phone number will be 888-431-3632. The access code will be Four nine, excuse me, four six nine, one nine eight, eight, and I'll repeat that, four six nine, one nine eight, eight, and there will be no passcode required. This concludes our call. Thank you for calling.